everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. So glad that you're here. Thank you for spending this time today as we continue to ask questions and give answers from a biblical worldview. And, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me a lot of questions, uh, you know, and so I try to uh, remember the questions that I get asked most frequently or some of the ones that maybe have stumped me over the years um, so that we can all be growing in our faith. Because I think that's super important is that God wants us to grow. In fact, he says in his word, study yourself to be approved before man. So today's question is, what is the Christian view of suicide? What does the Bible say about suicide? So I'm going to just kind of bring up what I've found here. So the Bible does mention six people who've committed suicide. Um, The names are a little bit hard, so I'm going to give you the scriptures uh, for some of them. Uh, But you can find it in uh, the first example is in Judges 9.54. Judges 9.54. Now, I'm going to probably botch the name, but it's something like Abulek. Abimlech. Okay. And uh, the second one is Saul in 1 Samuel 31, 4. And then Saul's armor bearer in 1 Samuel 31, uh, 4 through 6. And then another really, really hard one is like uh, Athapalel. I don't know. <laughs> but it's in 2 Samuel 17, 23. Another really, really hard name. It's Z-I-M-R-I. Uh, so it looks like Zimri. And that's in 1 Kings 16, 8. And then Judas. Judas Iscariot uh, was apparently somebody that committed suicide, and that's in Matthew 27, 5. So five of these men were noted for their wickedness, by the way, and uh, the exception is Saul's armor bearer uh, because nothing's really said about his character. So um, some consider Samson's death kind of like a suicide because, you know, he knew his actions would probably lead to death, and uh, the scripture for that would be in Judges 16, 26. Through 31, actually. Uh, But Samson's goal was to kill the Philistines, not himself. So I don't really know if that's going to be considered in that list of people that killed themselves. But some people say. Some people say that Samson did. So, you know, the Bible, it views suicide as equal to murder. So you got to kind of think about that. Because murder is a pretty big crime, isn't it? It's a a pretty big sin. In fact, it's one of the Ten Commandments. It says, thou shalt not murder. And uh, yet, uh, that's much how the bible looks at suicide so you know which is basically what it is it's self-murder so you know god is the only one who is to decide when and how a person should die and when uh you know so we should say you know like with the psalmist you know my time is in your hands uh david said that in psalms thirty-one fifteen. my time is in your hands god it's not my decision not my really my right to end a life that you created which is my life it's it's murder even though it's murder of ourself um, so God is the giver of life. He gives, he takes away, right? We can, we can see that in Job, uh, 121. So suicide or taking, uh, one's own life is, is ungodly because it rejects God and his gift of life. And no man or woman should presume to take God's authority upon themselves to end uh, his or her own life. So some people in scripture felt deep despair. Okay. Now, this is probably what you're hearing a lot of today. In fact, recently there was a pastor that committed suicide in California out here in Orange County. And I just want to come right off the bat. Now, I know that I said it's murder and I know that I said it's, you know, a really bad thing. Um, but at the same time, we have to understand there's mental ailments and there is spiritual warfare, especially against pastors and leaders and people that are, you know, speaking out truth. And there is a significant war and battle going on. That's why the Bible says our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. And so that's a big battle to be in. Now, is God in control ultimately? I mean, as far as as like, you know, is he more powerful? Yes, he's more powerful. 
And that's why the Bible says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that we're more than conquerors, that we're victorious in Jesus Christ. But that doesn't mean we don't have significant, significant challenges. And it doesn't mean that these challenges sometimes uh, aren't very, very painful because they are and very, very hard to overcome. And that's why the Bible even says some things through prayer and fasting, because you got to really go to war against the principalities and against the strongholds and most things that are trying to take you out. So we have tremendous sympathy, uh, not only for the, the pastor that did take his life recently due to uh, mental illness and spiritual warfare that he was going through, but also to the family. And I just want to say today, first off and foremost, pray for your pastors and don't. You know, the Bible says that he who is without sin casts the first stone, right? Or, you know, instead of looking at the uh, speck in, you know, your neighbor's eye, why don't you look at the plank in your own, right? So that refers to us too, and especially me as a leader and a pastor talking about this other pastor. I have nothing but sympathy and, you know, uh, just, you know, hurts. It hurts to see what just took place in that situation. It, and my heart grieves. I'm saddened by what took place. And so how do we overcome that? How do we get past that, Right. And how do we, um, you know, come to a place that we can reconcile that, you know, in, in that family. Now, that wife, I think she wrote a beautiful, very powerful response and blog shortly after uh, the whole situation took place. And I just want to commend her and say thank you for standing for truth and continuing to press through. And I just want you to know that, you know, we're praying for you, sister. You are a true woman of God. And we're just thankful for you. And, and you know, I know that your husband was a woman, of, a man of God. Uh, man of God. I know he was a powerful man of God and I know he loved the Lord. And so it's, it's a very difficult situation to reconcile. So, you know, some people in the scripture did feel this, uh, this deep despair, Solomon in his pursuit for pleasure. You know, he reached to the point where he hated life. You know, that's, you can look at Ecclesiastics two seventeen there, Elijah, he was fearful and depressed and yearned for death. You know, Jonah was angry at God and he wished to die. Um, that's in, in Jonah four, eight. So even the apostle Paul and his missionary, uh, companions at one point were under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure is, is the quote that they said so that we despaired life itself. Um, so, you know, for anybody that's hurting tonight, for anybody that's struggling and you're saying, wow, it's really easy for you to spout off scriptures. It's really easy for you to, you know, say, oh, you know, it's, it's murder. It's evil. It's bad. Don't do it. I have this struggle, you know, uh, that, 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 you know, you, you feel that's real. And so I get it, you know, um, do I personally struggle with that? You're asking, well, you know, I've had depression, a spirit of depression come upon me. I felt very oppressed. I felt very, um, you know, small, I guess would be the word or, um, you know, that, that I was a marginalized person at times where, you know, I was inferior. I had inferiority complex, all different things that everybody struggles with. See, we think that we're so unique that, you know, only we're struggling with that. Or, you know, you, you, you see somebody's persona or their public status or, you know, uh, how they, how they portray themselves publicly. And you think, wow, that person is just so confident. You know, they don't have any issues. Well, I'm going to tell you this because I've, <laughs> I've had an opportunity to be around a lot of celebrities in my life. And I've had a lot, you know, a lot of opportunity to, to be behind the scenes and, and to meet people that, you know, well-known people. And I don't say that to brag. I just think it's something that, that God's called me to do. Uh, and so he's opened those doors for a reason. It's because he's shown me a lot of things from it. And one of the things that I'll tell you about it is, is that these mega celebrities, I mean, you know, massive, well-known people, very, very well-known, you start to know them. And you're like, oh my goodness, this person's super insecure. You know, this person is, is really struggling. I mean, if you look at celebrity after celebrity after celebrity, 
And you do see that celebrities often die early. Some of them commit suicide as well. That are that are mega rich, you know, mega wealthy, beloved celebrities, well known people. And then all of a sudden, you hear this very tragic situation. Like, what the heck? Like, how the heck did that happen? Right. So it, it, it's not something that just you may deal with, or, or you know, it, it's like you know, you're just this like one case in a million. No, a lot of people deal with this, whether they're rich, whether they're you know struggling financially, whether they're. Uh, Christian, whether they're not, I mean, it, it's a it's a prevalent and pervasive feeling that we as humans feel is depression and uh, anxiety and stress and oppression, and so a lot of what's happened is our society today is is giving a lot of medications uh, for that to try to help those things. And you know, they say, "Well, are you against medication?" I'm not against medication, but I I think that it's overprescribed, and I think that sometimes we're trying to fix a spiritual situation with a medical diagnosis, and I don't think that that's the proper way to go because the Bible does give us the tools, and God gives us the tools to to bring forth healing and deliverance and to be set free and saved and healed and delivered and, and, and victorious and walking in power and authority here on this earth. So, you know, again, uh, you know, some people, including the people in the word of God, dealt with uh, these uh, very deep despairs. And uh, none of these men, though, committed suicide that I just mentioned. Now, Solomon learned to fear God and to keep his commandments. And, and for this is the duty of all mankind, according to Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. So we're meant to keep the commandments of God. And as I did mention in the beginning of the broadcast, that means we should murder. And that also means we shouldn't self-murder. So it is a sin. Um, but, you know, people say, well, does that mean that if you commit suicide, you know, you go to hell? Uh, you know, I'm going to leave that up to God, okay, because all of, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I don't believe that, uh, especially in the case of, of like this pastor who, you know, was living a life for the Lord. I think he was struggling with inner demons and, and, and maybe some real demons, um, you know, and he was in a deep battle. And uh, again, doesn't mean he was a bad person or, you know, not saved or any of those things. It does not mean, in fact, I do not believe that he's not in heaven. I believe he is in heaven. I believe he loved the Lord, and I believe he came to a lie. Now, you say, well, that's an out then, because if somebody's feeling that same way, they can kill themselves and still go to heaven. You're giving them that opportunity. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, because you know what? Ultimately, like I said, I don't make the decision. God makes the decision, and I would never want to give somebody that counsel. That would be unwise counsel to tell you that if you kill yourself, that you are definitely still going to heaven. I can't say that, and you know what? It, it's a sin. It is a sin, and so... Again, all of sin falls short of the glory of God, but that doesn't mean we should be engaging in that sin. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to be careful because the Bible does say straight is the way and narrow is the gate that leads to salvation. So, you know, look, have I ever had a suicidal thought? I mean, I'm just going to be real with you. Like, probably, yeah, probably I have. You know, people say, wow, really? You, you're your pastor. You're so happy. It looks like your life's so blessed. Well, yeah, my life is blessed. But, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of different things over the years. And, yeah, there's been times when I got super, super down. And, uh, you know, there were seasons of tremendous, tremendous warfare. And so I, I relate to you guys. And, you know, we're all in this together. But, you know, let, let's talk again about what the Word of God says. So fear not and keep God's commandments. And that means thou shalt not murder. So we, as believers or human beings even, should not be breaking the commands of God and God is a God of life and he will give us all the tools that we need to be set up for success. Hear me on that. You're meant to succeed. You're meant to thrive. You're meant to prosper. That's why he says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for you to prosper. So, you know, Elijah was confronted with an angel and allowed to rest and given a new commission. Jonah received, uh, you know, uh, a rebuke from God, right? 
Paul learned that uh, although the pressure he faced was beyond his ability to endure, that the Lord can bear all things. And this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who, who literally raises the dead, right? Uh, that's what the scripture says in, in Corinthians 1, uh, I'm sorry, Corinthians 2, um, 1, 2 Corinthians 1, 9. 2 Corinthians 1, 9. Can't read my own notes here. Um, so according to the Bible, suicide is, is a sin. Okay, I mentioned that. It is not the greatest sin, uh, nor is it worse than other evils in terms of how God sees it, and it does not determine a person's eternal destiny. Okay, so this is what scholars are telling us. Um, you know, again, however, suicide definitely has a deep and lasting impact on those left behind. And the painful scars left by a suicide, uh, they, don't, they don't heal easily. So may God grant his grace to each one who's facing the trials today. That's what Psalms 67.1 says. And may each of us take hope in the promise. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm going to repeat that. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's Romans 10.13. That means if, if we need to call on the name of the Lord today, that we'll be saved, we'll be set free, we'll be healed, we'll be delivered. You say, well, pastor, how is that possible? Like, I, my situation is so dire, you don't get it. You know, maybe you're coming off of an addiction. Maybe you're coming out of a horrible, painful relationship. You know, and you just, and right now, it feels like your whole world's falling in on you. Let's be honest, okay? Right now, you just don't see how you could really find a way out. Maybe you don't even want to, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't even want to. But here's the thing, there is a way out. There is hope. And the hope is found in Jesus Christ. And that's why I do what I do. Because even though I felt this way before, I persevered. And I got up and I, and I pressed ahead to another day. And when I did that, I stepped into my victory. I stepped into my victory. I stepped out of my lifestyle of sin. I said, Lord, only you can bear this burden for me. You know, my yoke is easy and my burden is light through you. You know what I'm saying? When I'm, you know, weak, you are strong. And I was able to get through and to step into a new season in my life. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, just like I've been honest this whole broadcast, this, this season that I'm in right now, it's a victorious season. It's a powerful season. Now, you know, do I have problems that come up? Absolutely. And struggles and, and challenges? Yeah. But I'm going to embrace that scripture that says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I called on the name of the Lord and he saved me. And I'm going to give you that testimony today. If he saved me and he did it for me, because trust me, I was messed up. I was a messed up dude, a messed up cat. But here's the thing. God had mercy on my life. And he got me out of my situation. And he lifted me up. He's the lifter of my head. And that's what he did. He lifted up my head and he got me through. And thank you, Jesus, that I'm here to live another day. I'm here to live another day. And you know what? I'm glad I didn't make that bad decision back then. Life may hand you some difficult cards, but just continue to keep your focus on Jesus Christ. He will be the strength that you need. Hey, listen, friends, I bless you. Thank you for tuning in to today's Godcast. We will be back with more tomorrow.